Coming to you from Silver Spring, Maryland, welcome to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation on life principles, contemporary issues, and thought-provoking perspectives. Now here's your host, Justin Kim, with Inverse. Hey, welcome to Inverse, everyone. My name is Justin Kim, and you are part of our gang here this episode as we are looking at the topic of God first. God first. So in the studio, we have Kelly to my right and Hello. Israel. Hey, guys. Hi. And then to my left, we have Sebastian. <laughs> hey, Sebastian. Hi. Hey. Aloha. Um, well, let's go to Genesis chapter 4, and we've been looking at last, uh, our last episode, we looked at God as the, the creator of systems and order and and borders also. And these mm-hmm. borders are there to give us more freedom. That's actually a very, very high-level combo. And uh, now for the next about I know, 11 episodes or so, we're going to look at little vignettes throughout Scripture. And the next one we're looking at is in Genesis 4. So, Sebastian, can you pray for us and we'll get into Scripture? Absolutely. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we are so privileged that we have the opportunity to study your word Uh, We are grateful, Lord, that you are a giver, and we pray that as you guide us through this study, that we may clearly understand your heart of giving, but also be challenged to match your heart in our own. We love you, we thank you for these gifts, and we offer this prayer from our hearts in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks, Sebastian. Um, Let's go to Genesis chapter 4, and Callie, can you read verses 1 through 7? Yeah, absolutely. Now Adam knew Eve his wife, and she conceived and bore Cain, and said, I have acquired a man from the Lord. Then she bore again, this time his brother Abel. Now Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. And in the process of time it came to pass that Cain brought an offering of the fruit of the ground to the Lord. Abel also brought of the firstborn of his flock and of their fat. And the Lord respected Abel and his offering, but he did not respect Cain and his offering. And Cain was very angry, and his countenance fell. So the Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry, and why has your countenance fallen? If you do well, will you not be accepted? And if you do not do well, sin lies at the door, and its desire is for you, but you should rule over it. Okay, so Israel, just maybe give us a quick, quick recap of... Uh, what's happened with the history of the universe thus far? Yeah. That's good. Or the Earth. Uh, just in like about 10 seconds, you know. What's right. happened in the whole, so, whole history? So God, Genesis chapter 1, Genesis chapter 2, God yep. is actively involved. He's yep. the creator of the world. He creates, uh, and in that story of creation, its foundation is the foundation of giving. Why is it that God gives when he creates? He gives because he loves. Mm. It is in the essence of God's character to give because he loves Because he loves, he gives his presence. He gives a gift of his word. Mm. He gives a gift of his talents, his gifts. He gives a gift of uh, even purpose, right? He Mm. gives purpose to creation. All of this takes place in Genesis chapter 1 and Genesis chapter 2. Genesis chapter 3, we now have the introduction of sin through Adam and Eve. Mm. And then in Genesis chapter 4, we have the immediate immediate reaction to what happens when we go contrary to the system that God has established, the system based on giving 
and love. Now we have the story of Cain. And Abel. Yeah, he like gave the system of like offerings here, and uh, we 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 should know we should we should be familiar with the story. Cain's the the bad dude, and Abel's right. the good dude, right? And <laughs> and they're not good. They're they're good and bad because of the the ways they give. Mm-hmm. So they're both giving, right? Yes. But they're giving the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Uh, why is that? Why is that an issue? Like, what's 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 going on here, Sebastian? Well, when you look into the passage, you realize in God's questions there in. In verse 7, he says, if you do well, will you not be accepted? Mm. So the suggestion here is that God has given a prescribed way as to how that giving should take place. Mm-hmm. And so in this gift, the, the desire to give is not sufficient for God to accept the gift. Mm-hmm. So just because you desire to give God something does not make it acceptable to God. Well, it's, it's interesting that it's not, it's not only that he's not, he's not giving the right way. Mm-hmm. But it's the fact that someone else is giving the right way. Mm-hmm. Next that, to him. What's that? Like next to him. And like next to him, see right. yeah. yeah. And that, that causes, like the sin occurred way before the murder, right? The, right. It, you know, I don't know what the, what the sin was, like disobedience ultimately at the end of the day. But <laughs> yes. Rebellion. Envy and rebellion, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what's the connection between rebellion and giving? That's, that's really where we're, the core of what we're getting at. What's 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 going on in the heart there? Well, I think the 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 most foundational thing for me is that rebellion could be hidden in such clever ways, mm. right? Like from an outside perspective, tell us more. Tell us yeah, more. from an outside <laughs> perspective, you can look at the life of Cain, you can look at the life of Abel, yep. and they look like they're both they're both doing the same thing, yep. right? They're yep. both giving at the altar, both burn, burn, and been exposed to the same truths, right? right? Yes, and so parents, they're both yep. bringing they're both bringing an offering to God. Yes, the thing is that one of those offerings comes from the spirit of humility, mm. or the spirit of obedience, mm-hmm. the spirit of giving, the spirit of uh, the spirit of God, right? Mm-hmm. And the other, even though it looks from an from a very you know uh, uh, quick, yeah, superficial perspective, it looks like the same thing. It's actually the complete opposite. It comes from a spirit of of rebellion, of disobedience. Yeah, mm-hmm. I heard that you want an offering. You want an offering this way, but I'm gonna give. I'm gonna obey you, and in obeying you, I'm not really obeying you. I'm obeying myself. I'm obeying. I'm choosing to obey what I want to obey from right. the word, like a partial obedience. Partial obedience. But where does that like? Where does that audacity come from? Like, <laughs> what? What? Like. You know what I mean? Like you're yeah. talking with the God of the universe. He just created, you know, the universe in like two, two chapters ago, and he's like, "By the way, I'm just going to do this my way." Like, yeah. and I and I know. I mean, ultimately, we are we all do that. You know, the four of us. Yeah, my, my, we do that in micro my, my, micro ways. Speak for yourself. But I think just the audacity in, the, in, the, in God's presence. Like yeah. anyway, anyway, anyway. Well, I think that there's a it, it, there's a sort of shift away from a true sense of the character and the awesomeness of God okay. to really the awesomeness of himself, right? Cain believes that on his own merit, he can earn that favor and respect from God. Mm-hmm. And so there's, when you're looking away and losing touch with the character of God mm-hmm. and the fact that this is actually about what God has given to you, mm-hmm. that the offering you're bringing, right, isn't about you giving God something. Mm-hmm. It's representative of what God is going to give you in the future. Mm-hmm as a savior, that substitutionary atonement that's on the altar. And Cain is like, I don't want to trust in that. I'm going to trust in what I can do, right? What I can cultivate and harvest and bring and present on the altar rather than trusting in what you have prescribed. And so I think there's a shift away from who God is and the true awesomeness of who he is. And when you lose that, you will have audacity because it's, you don't see it as boldness Mm. in the end. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I think the, 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 
component, the key component to what Sebastian was saying is found in verse 3. It says, and in verse the three. process of time, yep. it came to pass that Cain brought an offering of the fruit of the ground to God. And so to, to emphasize what, what you were saying a little bit ago, it's just, there, there, it's not like one day just Cain decided, you know what, my rebellion is going to be so audacious, I'm just going to completely mm-hmm. disobey him. Yeah, and it's over the process of time. What happens is that there's a seed, a seed of rebellion that is planted in the heart and cultivated. No pun intended with the seed, because he's planting <laughs> seeds and it's coming out. <laughs> the fruit of his rebellion. <laughs> it was like you're messing up my train of thought. Yeah, sorry, 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 what sorry, was sorry, I saying? Ahead. I forgot <laughs> what I was saying. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. I forgot so what I was saying. the pun was intended. Is, is that what you're uh, saying? Uh, the pun wasn't intended. You were, you were talking about how <laughs> the, the seed of rebellion was planted <laughs> yeah. long before. Right? Yeah, and yeah, and as it was cultivated over time, what ends up happening is the closer you push the edge, yep. right, the further you push it away, you get to a point in time when you can do some crazy things that you would never imagine yourself doing. Mm just a few mm. weeks, months, days, years before. That's mm-hmm. right. And so he reaches that point because little by little, mm-hmm. he's been cultivating this rebellious tendency in his life. Mm. And it's the, same, it's the same way with us, right? Mm. Some of the things that, that we see maybe our friends doing, or even ourselves, we catch ourselves doing, we think to ourselves, man, how did I get to this place? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It wasn't overnight. It was over a process of time. You know, no one's ever shocked that in a rebellion. It's right? Just, yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're shocked when we're shocked. We're finally shocked when we commit this great thing. Like you, yes. you get to this point. And you're like, how did I? Yeah. How did I get to this place? And then you can retrace and think. Like it, it actually makes a lot of sense. Sense. This is this is the path that I was heading mm-hmm. toward. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Going back to your earlier question of like, where did this audacity come from? Mm. Um, while I agree with the um, agricultural oh. story <laughs> over here. Um, I think we also just forget the deceitfulness of sin Mm -hmm. because even right after Adam and Eve fell, they're like, problem, we're naked, solution, we'll make coverings. But the solution actually needed to come from God himself. He needed to make the coverings. Mm -hmm. And so even like Cain could be like, okay, problem, I need to sacrifice something, solution, I'll do what I want to do. And it's just, you just lose the idea of like who, you're like, how could you do that in the presence of God? Adam and Eve are still in the garden. So Mm -hmm. it's like, how can you do that in the super presence of God? Like he's right (laughs) there. You can see him. Um, But sin just warps our sense of reality. Mm -hmm. It warps our awareness of God. And we're just, it's like, what? It doesn't make any sense. But we can, as much as I can look at Cain, I can look at myself and just things I've done. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Like, why did you do that? Because ultimately when we sin, we sin in the very presence of God. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. Sure. <laughs> sure. It's just that they're, it's like they're both giving, right? So like, hey, I'm going to rebel against God, but I'm going to still give to God, mm. right? It's it's like if you're going to rebel, why not go, like go all the way? Go all the way. <laughs> um, you know, yeah. and it's, it's sad, but also kind of funny. Like I know friends who they want to rebel against God. But they were former Sabbath keepers, yeah. so then they don't they don't they don't go out partying on Sabbath because they feel like still they have to keep the Sabbath. <laughs> holy day. Right. But it's a holy day. But they right. go well, Thursdays are open. <laughs> yeah, and so it's like, you know, and I'm not. I guess I'm not encouraging them like, hey, just go all the way. But there's something rem. It's it's just this weird mishmash that happens yeah. in, in 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 the brain. And I see a little bit of that actually in verse five. Mm. Uh, so after Cain offers his offering, it says, and Cain was very angry and his countenance fell. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say, and Cain was very confused mm-hmm. and Cain was very hurt. Cain was angry. Mm-hmm. And I think of like, if I was doing something I kind of thought was okay, 
I would kind of feel confused. Or I'd be like, man, like maybe I misunderstood what God wanted. Yeah. Maybe I need to go seek yeah. him. Or like I feel kind of personally attacked. Or I just feel like, yeah, I'm just going to go seek God understand. But he's like, it's like when you catch someone and you try to approach them about it and they get really defensive. You're like, we both know that you know <laughs> that I know. <laughs> That's what's happening right now. Yeah. So Cain gets defensive, right? And then later he's like, yeah, where's your brother? Am I my brother's keeper? Like, right. Okay, you're just getting really defensive right, right. now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I just, I see that as... That was your falsetto voice. Yeah, that was my Sebastian falsetto. I was about to say, I was like, you almost hit falsetto there. <laughs> <laughs> trying to keep it, trying to keep it down. Tenor. But yeah, I just, I see that, I see that reaction to say that Cain does have a level of awareness, but it's almost like he was trying to slip under the radar mm. and be like, I'm doing enough to be accepted. I'm not, I'm not going full-fledged obedience like Abel because he's just like over the top. Yeah. But am I not doing enough? And it's just he's he's mad for being found out mm -hmm. that he wasn't actually obeying the way that he should. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I see there's there's directionality, and and when we look at worship, there's always there's a there's a trajectory, there's a direction always going. And in a lot of our contemporary, uh, not contemporary worships, but contemporary forms of religion, it's a lot of trajectories going towards self, right? Yeah. You know, self development and self whatever feels right, whatever whatever is not painful, you know. Mm -hmm. um, in Excuse me, but here in in Cain's kind of format, he is the one that's giving, right? He, the origin point starts with him, right? And he's giving to God, yes. right? That's that's his religion, mm -hmm. and in Abel, he, his, his the, form, the the point of reference is from God. God is the one who gave. Mm -hmm. I am a recipient of that, and I'm just out of humble. I can't repay back exactly what he's given to me, but it's just a form of thanks and grace. And, and yep. as a reaction, yeah. here's my lamb, right? Mm -hmm. It's 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 the point of, of reference and the direction in which it's going that yeah. these guys, even though they're brothers, they're going opposite directions. Yeah. yeah, and I could see even that making them angry too, right? Mm. It's like you're giving someone a birthday gift and you're like, oh, here's this gift. And they're like, I hate it. And you're like, what? rude like right. I am giving you this out of my own and that could also be like Cain like I oh, man I grew this right and now you're rejecting it right. and God's like you just have this whole thing confused mm -hmm. to, to go yeah. back Justin to the original because the the original lesson that we've had the first lesson that we had where we talked about the foundation of giving yep. the foundation of giving God is established as the source of giving right it's in his nature to give he gives because of who he is this is not something that ju he just does right? The source of the gift, ultimately, the source of the gift determines who the, who the benefactor is, right? Like if, 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 if I feel as though, or in this, just to make it plain with Cain, Cain is approaching God thinking that he is the one that is the gift giver, mm -hmm. and therefore he becomes upset or he becomes frustrated when God does not accept his gift. Yeah. Whereas Abel comes to the, to the table with the understanding that it is God who is actually the source of the gift. Mm. And that's why he has the response that he has. And so the problem, the problem when we take God out of his proper context or when we erase him from the equation is we ultimately receive a warped sense of reality. Mm. We actually end up placing ourselves in the place of God. Mm. We think that we ourselves are the gift giver. Mm. And so Cain is thinking, you know, I mean, you know, it's kind of funny, but it's not. Like he's thinking like, you know, he's not really thinking this, but it's almost like you can do it like, like God is hungry. I'm giving him vegetables, right? Like right. He, he comes to God with the first fruits of his thing, but it's like God is not hungry. The reason why he's asking for an offering is not because he needs to be blessed by what you have to give. Yeah. 
And, and it's funny because we do this all the time with our worship, right? Like, God, accept this worship that I'm giving to you, right. and I'm going to do whatever I want. Or accept my life, or accept me, you know, as I am. And he does accept us as who we are. That's mm. an important thing to say. But what happens here is we think that God somehow benefits from the gifts that we give him. Yes. And so we get mad when he doesn't respect our offering. Whereas we get to that place because we have a warped sense of reality. We forget God is the ultimate gift giver. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of a time when, like, you know, before a test, I didn't study at all. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. it's funny how a lot of students, <laughs> we pay tithe right before the, 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 the test time, right? Like, Lord, are you, you're not, I want you to remember me. I've like, been yeah. faithful. And, yep. and then, you know, many times I don't get that good grade. You know? <laughs> and then, I'm like, Lord, why? Why? You, we you, get mad, yeah. You, did you see the $2 I gave you for my tithe the other day? Uh, Anytime yeah, an important like event comes, it's like all of a sudden we go to church, we yes. give money in the offering plate, we pray, yes. and then we don't get what we wanted. It's like, God, you let me down. Which <laughs> is on a micro level, but you saw that in North America after 9-11, everyone went to the yeah. churches, and yeah. then, you, know, you have that thing going on on a macro level. Yep. And I was going to say, look at the, the departure from the character of God as you're describing. Mm. Like the idea that that's the farthest thing from God. Right. Our sin, our fall did not trigger the gift of Jesus. Right. He was given from the foundation of the world. God had already committed to that, whether man fell or not. So what triggered his gift was his own giving nature versus in the test example or any other example. What's triggering me is I want this outcome. Right. But if I didn't have the exam, if I didn't have this big interview, if I didn't have this, whatever, that wouldn't trigger me to give. Mm-hmm. Because that's not coming from my heart, right? That's not coming internally as God is giving out of the goodness of his nature. Mm -hmm. And if you can't recognize that in the character of God, that's going to be reflected in your own giving. And as an opportunity to reflect his giving in my giving. And in a weird way, worship is almost like a mirror, right? Where the one who is giving the sacrifice, I'm actually responding in a similar spirit and way. But Cain is obviously not reflecting the giving nature of God. Mm-hmm. And therefore, the, the lack of um, asymmetry in that, that sort of response where like, here is God giving triggered by love and here you're giving triggered by pride or your arrogance or your self-sufficiency. Mm-hmm. And that, that, the lack of that mirror experience is causing the tension and the, the sort of dissonance there mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. worship experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I'm thinking too, just the, the, well, we see the end result of Cain's approach to things, mm. right? And I think... I don't know. I don't want to be like people who withhold tithes are all going to murder their brothers. That's not what I'm trying to say here. <laughs> the point is, <laughs> it's not, that's not what I'm trying to say. Um, but I just see how Cain doesn't like not getting his way. Mm. And it's like he's trying to maybe manipulate God or pull a fast one and it doesn't work. And then he goes to the field and he talks with his brother. And it's evident it did not go the way that he wanted it to go. Mm-hmm. And so he ends Abel's life. Mm-hmm. And that's just another way to like... You can use giving, you can use these good-looking things to try to manipulate situations, manipulate people, but then Cain shows that's actually where your heart is. Mm -hmm. Like, even if you're not going to take your hand and, like, kill someone, but, like, that is the approach that you're taking to these kinds of situations. You know, Kelly, what you said, uh, and and, and if I can can, uh, uh, exaggerate on on it, it's like, if you look at throughout human history and you look at all the religions out there, Mm -hmm. that's essentially what humanity is doing. Humanity is manipulating God or manipulating the gods or whatever system that they're just like, hey, I need to get a good grade. 
I need to get a good wife. I need my corn to grow. I need just you know whatever whatever we need. Yeah. Right? yeah. So because there's these supernatural entities out Make there, what can I do to manipulate them? Mm-hmm. How do I get the rules to get them to bless me yes. or whatever? That's what I want. Yeah. Even within Christianity. 100%. Oh yeah. Right? Hey, let me go there and then, hey, I need to have my my son go to heaven. I need a I need mm-hmm. you know what I mean whatever whatever it is. Yeah. I want that corporate job. I, and then the, the irony is that you know humanity is manipulating. Uh, God, but then there is the accusation that religion is thinks that God is manipulating humanity, you know, for yeah. His, you know, nefarious purposes or whatever. But yeah. it could be it's it's it's, it's the opposite. That's, that's, a, that's a perfect example of us projecting what we're doing mm. onto God mm-hmm. because yes. we're like, oh yeah, God is mean, like no, you're mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> or God is manipulative, you're manipulative, mm-hmm. right? And so we, we are. just we are. we are we are no no justice <laughs> I'm talking justice. justice. So Abel <laughs> is not part of that paradigm. Correct. Yeah, he's he's kind of. The anomaly, yes, in human history, that mm-hmm. he's like, "Hey, you've given, and I accept, and just, hey, thanks for life, Lord, and here's yeah. my lamb." You yeah. know, like, kind of. and and process the fact that you know Hebrews eleven tells us that Abel's offering actually was not better than Cain's, mm. were it not for the faith component, mm-hmm. right? Had Cain brought all of the first fruits of the ground and a lamb, his his offering would have been greater. So so then so then if 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 if, if if Cain brought some fruit mm-hmm. and veggies and yeah. some pomegranates or whatever, okay. and then he had, like, the same faith as... Abel. Abel. Would have been greater, right? So you, you, you have almost a sense where... <laughs> Justin's really? looking confused. He's, no, he's he, saying, didn't, he didn't say the lamb. No, he's, saying, oh, sorry. he's saying with That's the lamb. And I'm saying, yeah. like, yeah. Is, he's saying is, is the, the heart is what oh. matters, not the form. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. But what... I think, <laughs> you totally <laughs> threw me in a... In a <laughs> sorry, sorry. Cain would never have done that. I, you know, faith would have... Faith would have... Would have rectified that. Would have fixed would have, it. Yeah. Faith would have brought the lamb. The lamb. You know, no matter what. And and what, what Sebastian was saying is greater faith than Abel would have brought the lamb plus the veggies. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the lamb plus the veggies. The shawarma, okay. Yeah, we went out of control here. We're out of verse now. <laughs> the, the faith is not in these like peculiar, peculiar, these little details that, that God yes. wants. Uh-huh. It's all pointing forth in salvation history to Jesus, right? Yes. So if he were to, even the, the form matters mm-hmm. just as much as the heart matters. Yes. yes. Right? The, the, the yes. faith rectifies, allows that yeah. to be the same. Get, yeah, we're all okay on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you're always like, we've got to kick you out of, off the show. <laughs> um, Heresy! So, yeah, so the lamb obviously points forward to Jesus, mm-hmm. right? And external righteousness on our behalf, whereas fruit is just like, look at what I've done. Yeah. And, right. Yeah, yeah, cool. Right. Um, Anything else? That, any other? Well, that yeah. So I just wanted to add that, emphasize the point on faith, okay. right? So the whole point of Hebrews is that it was by faith that he offered a more excellent sacrifice, mm-hmm. right? It had nothing to do intrinsically with Abel. It had nothing to do intrinsically with this. The form was just connected as an expression of faith. Mm-hmm. So the recognition is that the the willingness of people who are able to give more and give all and labor in these ways but also combine that with dependence upon Christ can do even greater things. Mm-hmm. Then someone is like, well, I'm going to bring what's required, and you've done that. Mm-hmm. But there's individuals who can bring a full surrender to God, and God uses that even greater. Mm-hmm. And so this, this element of faith is, is, the, is a lot of times the difference maker on a fundamental level that some people like Cain can't even get to that place, mm-hmm. to just accept that dependence, to just accept that I have to rely upon a Savior. Mm-hmm. That none of my good works, none of my success, none of these things matter 
is too hard for them, a pill to swallow. Mm-hmm. Versus for Abel's, that faith is enough for me, mm-hmm. and I will trust in him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just to emphasize the, the faith part of that is we can look at the Pharisees and the Sadducees, right? Mm-hmm. Like they, they did the right sacrifices at the right times, at the mm-hmm. right location, wearing the right clothes. But because they lacked the faith, it wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. So it's not just one or the other. It's not just the lamb. It's also not just, mm-hmm. yeah, so you have to have both. So we've been blasting Cain a lot, um, <laughs> and, and I think that's easy. It's easy to do. Yeah. Uh, and, but let's look at Abel a little bit. What did, what, what's a great diagnostic? Maybe you guys are listening out there and you're watching out there, and you're saying, man, the, 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 the easy lesson in all this from kindergarten, primary, or whatever Sunday Sabbath school that you're part of is to say, oh, let's be Abel's, and then uh, you sing Jesus loves me, and, and, and the lesson. <laughs> uh, what's a great diagnostic that helps reveal whether you're a Cain or an Abel? I think in all of us, we think we're Abel's, right? But what's a great way of, 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 uh, of, of knowing who are we? You know, what, what's, what's a great way of, of, of testing that? I believe one thing is what motivates our giving. What's our motives? Yeah, what mm-hmm. is what are we giving? But cuz you can again like it would be possible for Cain or Abel to offer up a lamb and still not be an acceptable sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And so cuz Abel could be like, yeah, I, you know, I raise sheep. I'm a great sheep raiser. I'm a mm-hmm. great shepherd. I'm so good at this. <laughs> I'm amazing. Mm-hmm. But instead and like just that posture we've been talking about of I'm returning to what God has given me, mm-hmm. not I'm just being super nice to God mm-hmm. and I'm just giving him cuz I'm a really nice guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. It comes down to where is our dependence? I think when we have dependence on ourselves, uh, versus dependence on Christ. That's the difference ultimately between Cain and Abel. Cain not recognizing the fact that there needs to be a lamb to forgive his sins. He brought in the fruit of mm. his own merit. Mm. Whereas Abel, when he came to Christ, he brought what was the representation or to the altar. He brought what was a representation of Christ's merit. And I think when it comes to our giving, when it comes to our way of living, our lives themselves are gifts outside of the merits of Jesus Christ, we have nothing to offer God. Mm-hmm. And whenever we feel as though we do, then that's an indicator we are not mm-hmm. enabled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, I think I just, I want to echo Israel's point in that, am I, do I have a mindset of depending upon what I can do to earn or to compel God, right, to act and to behave a certain way in my life? Mm-hmm where there is a lack of faith in the goodness of God. Mm-hmm. There's a lack of faith in, the, in the, the way that I got to where I am today because of his goodness and that situations could have been much worse. Mm-hmm. The, the, the reality is that a Cain is going to say, why did you kick us out of the garden? Why is the whole earth cursed? This, this restriction of eating the fruit was such a small violation. Mm-hmm. And because he's not understanding, well, your parents could have died, right? You could not be here, right? So... There's, there's so much lack of gratitude in, in, in that versus on, the, on an able side. I'm completely dependent in recognizing the mercy of God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, our generation, the millennial generation, is now rising up the ranks. We're getting a lot of income right now, and we're getting having kids and becoming, you know, main players in society. And with all this income, we think that church is just another organization where we donate to. And the Lord doesn't need donors. Mm-hmm. The Lord needs worshipers. Well, He doesn't need anything, but the, ch- the church is in need of worshipers. And that, uh, the, when we talk about giving and stewardship and all these things, it's just not a matter of money. It's not a matter of external resources, but it's a matter of the heart. 
And uh, as we, the Lord gives us more of these resources, may we not donate back or give back, but worship the Lord with our hearts. And that's, that's my prayer. That's the lesson that I take away from this, this week. Hopefully that's, that's mm-hmm. your guys' at the table yeah. and you out there. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week here on Inverse. God bless you guys. You've been listening to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation with Callie Williams, Israel Ramos, Jonathan Walter, Sebastian Braxton, Siku Dako, and your host, Justin Kim. Inverse is brought to you by The Hope Channel, television that changes lives. For this and more inspiring episodes, visit inverse.hopetv.org. Find us on social media, hashtag Inverse Bible. Until next time, this is Inverse.